You do not have to suffer silently or alone. 1212 Ministries has resources available to your church so that you can get plugged in and find community. No matter what stage of this journey you're in, we want to equip the church to come alongside of you and support you as you navigate this season. Please reach out to 1212 Ministries to learn more about how your church can get connected. Hey, what's up, you guys? Nicole Clark here again for another coffee chat. I'm so excited because I have the one and only Crystal Wheeler here. (laughs) She is so amazing. She's such a sweet friend. Like she really, you guys, is the bomb. She's such a gem. Oh my goodness. Her heart is just like so pure. She loves the Lord. She just loves people. She is just so kind. And I'm so grateful for her. Like, so, so grateful. I'm so grateful for you, Nicole. Oh, my goodness. Like, God was so kind to match us together. He was so kind. For (laughs) real. I'm just so grateful for you. So, you guys, we're just having another coffee chat. And we're just going to just chit-chat it up. And we are talking about community. And so, Crystal, really quick, can you just tell everybody just, like, a little bit about you and all of the just amazing things that you do? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm in Kansas City, and I'm the founder and director for a ministry called Lullaby of Hope, and we send curated gift boxes to women journeying loss in the womb um, all across the nation, all across the world. And um, so that is my main focus. And yeah, so I'm married. I have three children, 11-year-old, seven-year-old and a five-year-old tomorrow. (laughs) So yeah, and we've been so busy, you know, this season and um, my daughter does basketball competitive. My son plays pretty much every sport under the sun and my daughter just, you know, tags along with all that. So yeah, that's what we're doing here in Kansas city. Love it. And you guys, her ministry, seriously, you have to check it out. It's so beautiful. They just do just the the best things and just everything is done in excellence, by the way, just, just to give you guys a Thank heads up. You. Okay, so we're talking <laughs> about community. And so Crystal, just tell us really quick, just, you know, the importance of community and why it's a priority for you. Yes. Um, my gosh, people are so important to me. And I think that that is just how God created us to be, to be intentional, to be relational, um, to be with one another. And I think that's why this pandemic has been so hard for us to be in isolation because we're just not meant to be alone. And so, um, community is important to me in my church. It's important to me right here in my neighborhood, my city, um, even in my school, my, the public school that my children attend, um, community is like, the big thing that gets me going. And even as an introvert, you know, community is is big and important to me. Yeah, that's so good. I know I'm an introvert too. And so I'm just like, I'm with you. I'm so with you on that. That's why like this works for us. Right. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I want to jump to this then since we're kind of talking about it, because you know, we're talking about that we're, we're introverts. And so a little bit like I'm okay by myself, like I'm okay having those moments. And so, but isolation and making the first move, because sometimes we do have to be bold and it's like, we are hungry sometimes for community. We're hungry for just, you know, just something. And we have to make the first move. So what are your thoughts about that? How do you do it often? Do you feel comfortable with it? 
I do. You know, sometimes it's embarrassing because I feel like, you know, especially in a setting where people are gaining like prayer requests, I'm like, okay, I have one of a thousand, like which one, (laughs) which one do I need to give them? You know, which one do I want to like lay on this person? So, um, you know, I feel like vulnerability and honesty and transparency comes to a fault with me almost. Um, that is something, um, that I value a lot. And so I give it a lot. Um, and so one-on-one conversations like this, um, does give me a lot of energy. Like it's good for my soul. Um, it's just like, I don't know, I guess like the bigger social settings that I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) so I definitely think, you know, you get what you get out of it and, you know, having to be honest, you know, I think that's what people want to see. They want to feel that you're a real person and that you have struggles and you have victories, um, and that you're someone that they can trust and be friends with. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know where I read this, but someone was talking about there's like three pillars in community and friendships. And so the first one is identity and then trust and and then participation. And so almost like on the lines of, of what you just were explaining. So almost just like, how do we relate to each other? Can we trust that other person? And then two, are we participating in the relationship? And I'd love to get your perspective on that. Yeah, girl, it's work, right? (laughs) Like you're going to get what you put into it. You know, you can't sit on the sidelines. You can't just sit back. You've got to, you know, like you said, be a participant in it for sure. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, some of us can struggle with identity. You know, I think for a long time, my identity was in my work. You know, I am this, I am that, you know, you're asking me how I'm doing and I'm telling you numbers and, you know, how things are going. And it's, um, you know, to be able to find your strength, like, and just knowing who you are and um, knowing that people care about you and your heart and being able to um, just reflect that, you know, and not just take on work identities, but, um, you know, having a core you know, something to give back in that friendship or relationship, um, I think is big. So definitely having identity. I think trust for me, I can trust easily at first, you know, Mm -hmm. um, which is why I think that I step into that vulnerability, um, and sharing so much. I I do a better job of knowing like who I can trust my story with, you know, Um, there's different levels, you know, we talk about like my ministry story, like my personal story, you know, there's all these different aspects of it. So I think that, you know, really recognizing who you, you choose to trust to carry your story. Cause I think that that gives them this monetary, you know, they have this value, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, not that they're going to go, you know, spread the word, like, what are they going to spread? But you know, like you give that to them, you know, and they, they carry that with them. So. Yes. So good. I, I, um, a coworker told me about this today and almost, I, you really can use this kind of in any setting, but said, you know, when you have a hard time trusting someone that you need to trust in the God that's in them. And I was like, Oh, fine. How convicting. That's good. Yeah, that was so good. What a word. Yeah. So what's the most important thing that you look for in either in friendship or or in a community? Oh man, I want some sort of commonality. Like there needs to be like some sort of something that tethers us together. Like there has to be you know, our kids are in the same sport or we like the same coffee drink or, you know, there has to be something, um, I might 
you know, adore your humor and I need a little piece of that in my life or your sarcasm, you know? So, um, but I think it's so important to have different kinds of friends, different kinds of people in your circle. You know, I have friends that are more business savvy and friends that are more prayerful and friends that are just silly and can lift my spirits so quickly and friends that can counsel me, um, you know, and I hope I can be that for a bit for them as well. So I think that, you know, having that variety, you know, I don't, you know, I started this mentorship with a friend of mine and today it wasn't even to argue. It was just, you know, she was thinking one thing and I was thinking another about scripture and, um, and it was okay. It was okay that she felt a certain way and it was okay that I felt this other way. And there was no strife. There was no conflict. Um, and I wouldn't want her or anyone to always agree with me, you know, like what kind of growth can you happen? You know, what can happen there? So, um, yeah, I like a, like a good variety in my people. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Crystal. I love this. I could just talk to you all, all day. (laughs) I love it. Going then. Yes, I know. (laughs) For the coffee chat. Well, really quick. I just appreciate you so much. And will you just tell everybody like where they can find you online and where they can find your wonderful ministry online? Yes. Okay. So I love Instagram. That's like my favorite platform. Um, And you can find this under my name, Crystal Wheeler. Um, But also you can follow us, um, this ministry on Lullaby of Hope. Um, Again, Instagram, Facebook, um, that's where we're at. And that's where we're most active. And we would love to see you there and to connect with you. Yes. I think, you know, friendships can also happen online, obviously. They can. They absolutely can. (laughs) I know that's, that's what we got. You guys, we met online. I know sometimes social media gets a bad rap, but it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Right. Yeah. My, my world was open when I met you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, Crystal, thank you so much. And you guys, thanks for tuning in to this coffee chat. I really, really want you to go and connect with Crystal and Lullaby of, of Hope. I promise you will be just encouraged and inspired and blessed. We will see you guys next time. See ya.